Matthew Thomas, you were watching Super Cool Radio, and my guest this time is part of a charismatic live performance band based from the New York and New Jersey area, and they will be playing Blue Ridge Festival coming up in September. Please welcome Joe Nash of the band Nash. Hey, everybody. Great to have. Uh, I'm glad to be here, Matt. I appreciate it, man. Of course, nice to actually uh, get to talk to you. I'd like to say congrats on uh, playing Blue Ridge coming up soon. Oh yeah, we're we're super excited and thank you. Of course. So I'm gonna, I'm going to keep this interview off before we dive into a lot of things. I know we got a lot to discuss. I want to start with something fun. If you could collaborate with any living artist on a future song, who would it be? Um. So. This actually, we talked about this like as like a theoretical, uh, you know, if we could have anybody and not for nothing. I loved what um, Lady Gaga did with Metallica. Um, I guess it probably would have been pre-pandemic. I guess we'll talk a lot about music pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, but um, they did a show. Um, and I forgot. I don't I guess it was, might have been one of the award shows. Um, Ooh, but 2019, I want to say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think they did something together and, you know, um, being, being like a rock metal guy, um, there's a lot that, um, people would be, wouldn't think Lady Gaga for a guy like me, but there's something about her music. I love her music. Um, the guys make fun of me cause when I was in, uh, not high school sooner before that, I was like a Spice Girls fan. So, so like, yeah, I know. So I get made fun of that pretty, pretty harshly through the band. It's actually a pretty painful experience, but the, uh, I love, I love what she does and, and the energy that, um, she put on that show and she just, she jumped right into it and uh, she put her talent on top of it and she killed it. So if I real honestly, and my desire to have a female vocalist do some of our music, um, honestly, I'd say, uh, uh, Stephanie Germanetta. So she's she's a great. I think that's how you say her last name. I forget. But yeah, she's uh she's great. I love just about everything she does. And I would if if you're listening, Lady Gaga, I would love for you to join us <laughs> at some point. That that caught me off guard. I was not expecting. Hell yeah, that. man! It's it came out of left field. I know, I know. And the guys are list, probably listening. Once they listen to this, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, why did we send him?" But uh, that's what you get, baby. That's <laughs> what you got. You send Joe Nash, you never know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, it's not always good either. So, but yeah, no, man, I, I, I loved it. If uh, you know anybody, I would, I'd tell, look back at that performance. She jumped right into the genre too. You know, obviously she's a pop, pop star, but, um, you know, she went out there and and rocked her face off. So, I loved it. 
I think that would be cool just for something different. I like I was thinking like possible answers and definitely not on my radar, Lady Gaga. I know. I know. Like different yeah. rock, you know, rock bands and stuff like that. But oh, it, yeah, dude. it is a different dynamic when you get like a like a pop star. Like I know uh, Al, if you're familiar with Alice Cooper, he did a song yes. with Kesha for his 2011 album, and that was unexpected. I thought it turned out really good. <clears throat> yeah, and I think <clears throat> I think what what it's really cool to see some of those weird mashups. I know um, it's nothing new, right? You know, you did the Run, Run DMC Aerosmith thing and uh, the Linkin Park Jay-Z. Like, it's not like mashing two sort of diametrically opposed uh, genres is a new thing. But um, it's sort of cool to watch, to see that. Um, you know, when I listened to uh, um, Discovered about a year and a half ago, a metal band Ginger. Um, I don't know if you know it. Yeah. She kills it, man. And I love to hear a female go from, you know, those scream growls to the to the those amazing cleans that she's got. Um, In Flames did a I don't even know the name of the, the 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 girl they had singing, but In Flames did a song. And I don't know, maybe it's just such the contrast and style that you get from like the the harshness of like a metal and rock to like sort of the beauty of uh, the female voice. Um, something about it really gets me. So it, it's cool. You mentioned Ginger. I, I was supposed to see him last year, obviously didn't happen. So uh, it's been rescheduled for November. I'm, I haven't seen them live. Like I'm a huge Ginger fan. I really like awesome. the music. And it is like for uh, Tati's vocals, just how like she has like really sick screams, but also her like super like clean, like completely night and day. Her Very night and day. And and it's it's not it's no BS either. She, you saw. I think I, I think where I first saw her song was one of them live, and she she's doing it. She's not. This isn't. She gets in the studio, and she's. It's either she's really good at one and really good at the other. She's great at both, and she transitions. Um, you know, again, I don't know that a lot of uh, there's not a lot of artists that can do that. You know, even my favorite male metal artists can't. You know. Um, they're either really good at one and maybe not so great at the other. They get they get there live and they just bullshit their way through it. But um, yeah, so it, it's it was it was I fell in love immediately uh, with that band. Yeah, uh, I really liked their uh, the live album. It was live in Melbourne. I think they released it end of last year. I want to say, and yep. like you can tell, I think they did, a, and they released a video on YouTube as well. Like you can tell, like that's not it's they're not editing it. You know, it's completely live in front of because the crowd you would know by the crowd reaction if it was good or not. Exactly. And and you know, we've you know, being musicians for as long as we've had, um, you kind of identify when um there might be a little funny business going behind, you know, backstage or at the soundboard. But um no, nah, she's she's great. Maybe I should have said her as the that was cool. yeah, that was stupid. Sorry, Lady Gaga, it's gonna be Tati. I'm gonna have to have her. <laughs> Uh, I'm not making any friends here today. <laughs> How to give a bad interview with Joe Nash? Yeah, <laughs> he sucks. He's he's a jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> All right, so well, let's dive into some of this stuff now. Hopefully, you get some good answers. Uh, yeah. So how did Nash come together as a band and uh, how'd you pick the name? Even though I think I kind of figured it out already. Yeah. So um, like a million years ago, uh, my dad handed me a guitar and said, Hey, you want to do this? And I said, Hey, sure. Why not? And 13 seconds later it was in the corner gathering dust. Um, but my brother, Brian, 
picked it up. He taught himself how to play, uh, singing. I'm in the other. So we, we shared a basement. So my, as soon as we were a little older, my parents threw both of us into the basement, like the, the rat children that we are. And, uh, we shared a spot down there. I was in the other room playing Nintendo and he's in the other, um, our, what became our music room, um, learning to play guitar and sing songs. Uh, he ended up playing bars. Um, I decided to pick up the bass. My other brother, I have three brothers. So one of the other brothers picked up the drums. Actually, my dad was drumming with us for a while and doing cover shows, um, in bars, like most other bands start out. Um, so yeah, Nash came from the three three brothers, um, and Dylan joined us. Um, Dylan's been with us forever, um, and and uh, yeah, Nash. As far as the dots, um, we will come up with some really interesting backstory at another time. At the moment, I couldn't really tell you. Uh, you know, um, we always joke that maybe if there's like a whatever version of behind the music, whatever you know uh, that comes out later, we can make up some story but um yeah the three of us are brothers um and and we're using our last name sounds good yeah you can maybe get like some like really cool acronyms so like when vh1 brings back behind the music like yeah this is what it stands for yeah good for that yeah exactly we yeah we <laughs> yeah it's always been that forever and then they're gonna pull up this interview and be like horseshit you said you said you had nothing so that would be funny and it's yeah However many years later, I'm like, yeah, this super cool radio interview. Yeah. And he hates Lady Gaga. He 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 pulled back an offer to play. And this is all within 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. He's he's hard. And then the guy, yeah, and he loves the Spice Girls. What's wrong with this guy? <coughs> oh man, I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep this on track. It's this is fun, dude. This is fun. <laughs> uh so like how how's like the dynamic of like working uh with your brothers, like with your family? Like, is it um yeah, like better chemistry, like working with family. Yeah, I mean, you kind of what what, and I'm sure a lot of bands have played together forever may say the same thing, but um, you sort of get um, you you understood each other's personalities and chemistry outside of music. Um, when you get on stage, you sort of feel it, so you kind of know, um, and that sort of understanding each other and feeling each other translated to the stage, um. We do get into our fights. Um, you know, there's been a few times, again, back when we were playing smaller bars um, where we'd be screaming at each other in the parking lot for one reason or another. Um, but, uh, you know, you kind of you understand each other a little better and you 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 work through problems because you have that backbone of family. Um, for us, it works because we are we are a loving family. We, we're tight knit. We don't hate each other. So, um, you know, the the Gallagher's of the world who might not necessarily get along, you know, with Oasis and all those kinds of stories. Um, for us, it actually binds us together. We don't let a problem drive us too far away, whether it be personal or band related. So it works. It's, it's really cool to be like, you know, that tight knit of a, of a band and family that, um, you know, you can just continue to progress and, you know, uh, still not hate each other. At the end of the day. Cause I know eventually bands, sometimes they stick around for too long and they start, you know, having more and more issues and they fall apart yeah you know and and um <clears throat> metallica is one of my my favorite i would say the second time i mentioned them it's my one of my favorite bands of all time but you obviously you all know the story there where they started to and you could kind of see what happened right you get a little more fame you get a little more money in your pocket you start getting families 
um, and things start to go a little sideways here and there. Um, whereas normally you were, you were, what you were bound by was the challenge of trying to make it as a musician. Um, now you've made it and it's like, all right, well now what's keeping me from hating these guys? Cause it's, um, we're all filthy rich making a lot of assumptions about Metallica, but I'm probably, probably somewhat spot on. The, the weirdest line, uh, like headline I saw from Metallica, and I'm still not sure if this is true or not. They wanted to replace Lars with the hologram of Lars. <laughs> I saw it like at the beginning of last year, I think, or it was like, I think quarantine last year. I don't know if people were just making stuff up. I don't remember, but I thought that was hilarious. I would believe it if they did it. I would 100% believe it if they, if they were, if they, if they did something like that. 100%. Like holograms, like I know they've done that for a few people. Like you know, like I think Doc, or not uh, Dio. I think there's a hologram. Or at least they did it once in a performance. I want to say, which I right. guess that's cool. It's all right. But like a drummer, how do you how do you do that and have the music line up? Like you have to do a drum track. They'll figure it out. Somebody will throw enough money at it, and they'll figure it out. And you know, now now we just won't see anyone live anymore. It'll just be everybody's holograms. It'll suck. Will there be a Nash hologram? Yeah, uh, we're we're too cheap for that. <laughs> no, sorry, we're too cheap. You have to see us in person. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have to smell our stink in in life, real life, four D. Here we are. <laughs> All right, so a big reason I wanted to chat with you. So as I as I mentioned in my intro, so you guys will be part of Blue Ridge Festival coming up in September. So how does it feel? to play a live show, especially a music festival like Blue Ridge? Um, it's, it's definitely, you know, pre COVID we were, we were like really working on getting tours, um, you know, to band at our level. Um, obviously it's, it's, you're, you're kind of fighting for what you're going to do. Um, then, I mean, there was a lot of things that looked like they were going to develop, uh, and then COVID hit. And it all pretty much disappeared. So um, me personally playing live in terms of the COVID stuff, um, it, it doesn't, I'm not fearful of it. Um, I'm, I'm wel welcoming the situation. I'm not worried about everybody being there and everything else. What I think is more important is this sort of return to normalcy, um, particularly um, with art. Um, because art is one of those things, you know, we all go to work. Uh, we go to work stressed out. We're trying to make money. You know, music is is one of the few things in life that 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 give people happiness. I think you know you have your family, your family and friends are first. Um, you know, in my opinion, that that's that's really what gives me my true happiness. Um, but music falls not too far behind that. And and you know, listening in your headphones and you know when you're or you know when you're going for a run or in your car or in your house, it's just it's not the same as going to a live show. I mean, there are a lot of bands that I never, never gave a shit about until I saw them live. I listened to a song five times. I'm like, all right, cool. But then I saw them live and I'm like, I don't know. Now I hear that song different. Um, and I love the band. Now I love the band again. Uh, Ginger was the same until I saw that video. I don't know that I would have given them a shot. Um, uh, so me personally, I love that it's, that it's happening. I think that, um, you know, I, I know we, we need to be responsible. We need to be responsible in life. We need to keep everybody safe. But I think that um, I think we're we have done that. I think we have done that over the last year. And I think it's time to go back and, and give people their their freedom to express themselves in 
mosh pits and and on the grass and in their seats and whatever however you enjoy uh your music drugs you know so that's uh i think i'm loving it i'm loving it i think uh hopefully with everything that's happening now hopefully nothing goes wrong south with it but so far so good they're still pushing it they're still um bumping the band so it's good stuff yeah i really like that like the um Return return to normalcy. Like I've I've gone to a few concerts now, and you know, just in my area, I saw Adelita's Way, and I felt like that was like a like a true you know getting back to normalcy because just the energy in the crowd, and that's like you, you really miss that, like just being around people who totally. really love music and like singing along. Like you could be complete strangers, but if you had a live show and you like both bands and you like sing along, there's a connection there. A hundred percent, and that's that's uh I, one of the last shows I went to. So I haven't gone. Um, I haven't gone to any major show since, you know, just, I had tickets to Pearl Jam. I had tickets to Kill Switch Engage. I had tickets to, um, uh, Alanis Morissette. That's for my wife. Um, and nice for me, for, fuck it, forget it. It is for me too. <laughs> Alanis is, I love her. She's maybe we'll do one with Alanis. That's a yes. Okay, forget Toddy and Lady Gaga. We'll do the shit with the Lannis Morissette. I've already passed that topic. I know. I'm sorry. I know. It's only half hour. I know. Sorry. But yeah, um, uh, I had all these tickets, and the last show I saw was Kill Switch, and, and I, I was like, here's the barrier, and here's me. And, and Jesse, I think he looked right at me, and I fangirled hard, and uh, I loved it, you know, and I miss it. Yeah, no, I think I, a lot of people do too, especially, uh, you know, I mean, the, the live streams is nice to tide you over, but there's nothing beats a live show. Nothing. Nope. Nope. The, we, we did the live stream thing. And, and again, back to our, uh, um, our, you know, we don't have the amazing uh, streaming setup that a lot of uh, bigger bands have access to. Um, and it just wasn't the same. We weren't, you don't have that energy. There is an energy on both sides of the the barricade uh when it comes to fans in the band and 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 it's i know it was missing on our end you know we it's cool to see the little comments come up on the stream but it's not the same no no it's not and uh yeah, i'm glad stuff started to get back to normal with all that stuff but i i have heard you know, maybe this, you know, in, in, in an email that someone sent me that you guys might have a special surprise uh, new song in the works for Blue Ridge. Can you give any details about that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have a new song uh, coming up. Um, we just recorded and we just shot the music video over the weekend. And uh, we're going to be debuting it at uh, Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Um, it's, it's definitely one, it's, a, it's sort of a different, um, vibe for us. You know, one of the, one of the things I like to, um, uh, pride ourselves on is this bit of, I always say you disagree or not with me. I like Avenge Sevenfold for how, how varied their music is, right? You could listen to a song like Dear God and it's almost got a country twang to it. Um, for us, we sort of do the same. We have very different kind of sounding songs and, uh, this is definitely a new, um, this is going to be a new thing, um, coming and it's all done. Uh, the, the, the video is being edited, uh, as we speak and we started seeing some pieces of it. So we are super excited. And, um, if you are going to Blue Ridge, that'll be the first time you'll hear it. 
Yeah, I'm definitely uh, – well, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it to Blue Ridge, unfortunately, with another commitment. But uh, I do look to eventually hear it at some point. Uh, can you give a little bit of hints, like the music style of this unreleased song? So um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Um, God, I don't know. This is this is the one I'm drawing a blank on. What what style? I want to say like a and people people will probably hate this <laughs> because whenever because saying this sort of um, gets a feeling again. I'm gonna go back to the Metallica thing because Metallica is a big influence for us, but it sort of has that almost load reload vibe of um, of heavy rock. Um, that that w was that you know people hated because because the thrash fans hated the the transition that they had. I love those two albums, um, so I, I want to say there's sort of this crunchy, heavy feel, you know, to to the song, and it's very dark. It's very dark. It's got a very dark, um, you know. Once you see the video, um, we actually had a good friend of ours uh, play the female part um, where she plays a. Uh, a, a very scary individual. Um, she's a good friend, very bubbly personality. And then she gets in front of the camera and turns into a complete creep. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very dark song has uh, dark undertones um, kind of harkening back to um, a time in the country where we're very afraid of serial killers. So that's a little, little tiny bit of a hint um, about the, the vibe of the song, but she played an amazing, uh, amazing role in it. And then I think um, the video I would I would love people to see the video and the music and hear the song at the same time first, but obviously since we're gonna play it at Blue Ridge first, that won't be the case. But it's it's a creepy song. It creeps me out. It actually legitimately creeps me out. I really band like us. I really liked everything you just said uh, about that, like you know the the serial killer, like creepy, eerie kind of vibe. I've noticed that with, like a few other bands like doing um, like that kind of eerie stuff. Where it's not like like overly scary, but definitely puts you on edge a little bit. Well, that's that's the thing about this song. Um, and and the one thing I'll say is that when you start listening to it, you might start to think, he said creepy. I don't hear violins and dark growls or anything. If you listen to the song and you listen to the thing, you're you're not immediately going to be said creepy. But if you listen to the the lyrics, um, and and Dylan's solo, the Dylan is our lead guitarist. Dylan's solo, um, and once you start to get the, the theme behind it, it's a very, it just has this vibe of actually the song sounds happier than the than the, the content, which in, in for me is actually what creeped me out because the song, it's not upbeat in terms of like the drums and 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 the and the the uh um the guitar uh riffs, but it's 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 like you're you're gonna listen to it, you'll be like, oh, I thought Joe said this was a creepy ass song. And then you're gonna then you're gonna it's going to make you think in your head, oh, wait, listen to what Brian's saying. Listen to what he's singing. And then, okay, it's creepy because it's not creepy. But then when I listen, when I'm listening to the words that he's saying, it's like, all right, it's, it's weird. And then when you see the video, forget it, you're fucked. It's like, it's, it's, uh, like I said, there, there were moments filming the video where I, I was disturbed mostly because again, the lead actress we, we had as a friend who normally, um, she's, goes through life followed by butterflies and rainbows and now she's holding a knife so it's uh yeah that's definitely a change very 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 <laughs> much so people may not appreciate that part but when when they see the video um hopefully the, that'll come across 
that's definitely really awesome. I think you gave some nice uh, teasers that people can definitely look forward to, especially if anyone uh, listening or watching uh, is attending Blue Ridge. You got some very cool in store, so you definitely check out Nash if you're in, uh, if you're at the festival. Yes, hundred percent. We're we're you know you'll you'll hear it there first. Right on. So like, all right. So have you played a few shows back, uh, or is this like 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 a major show back? This will this will be the first major show. Um, <clears throat> we we've played some of the um, um, we played a lot of like smaller clubs and bars. Um, one of which the cops were called, um, because. We were outdoors, and and now everybody is no longer cool with you know we were, bars were doing outdoors, and we were we were doing things here and there during the pandemic outdoors, and the the municipalities were forgiving it because it was COVID, and and everybody's just trying to make a little money for their their places. But one, we got the the cops called. Um, we haven't really reached out to any major um, um, for any major. Um, venues uh, aside from blue ridge we're kind of dipping our toe back in and a lot of the venues are it's like they're still trying to figure out what they're doing um we played starland ballroom in jersey um that was one of our big shows before we had a show with puddle of mud um in in new york before the pandemic um uh we had a show uh, another sort of controversial show that ended up getting canceled because of covid was with the band trapped um which if I'm sure given the way you're talking, I think you probably followed that pretty closely. Uh, I'm aware maybe just a little bit of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I I was excited to play because I like to, we like to play, but I was also didn't want to get shot or whatever that would may have happened at that show, but it got canceled. Um, But as far as uh, we're, we're in the middle of working up some new shows, we're actually uh, reaching out to venues again and, and seeing, what the deal is but everybody's got different levels of what they're doing um some places have closed some places have changed management um some places i think are favoring larger touring acts uh before they 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 kind of touch uh bands like us some places yeah we're feeling it out we're feeling it out yeah i think that's pretty much where everyone like a lot of bands are right now especially like it changes from state to state even county to county uh, everything's kind of different. So, I mean, it's really, you just got to reach out, see, you know, what's going on pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if we don't want to, we want to still work, but we don't want to commit to too much before and then find out that it all kind of goes to crap. We're just trying to yeah. see, we would love to see like South by Southwest, you know, they did like a virtual thing last year. Um, I appreciate their efforts. I, I frankly would love to play a South by Southwest in the traditional South by Southwest um, um, way. Um, so um, we're kind of like, again, that's one of those things like they don't know, or I think they're trying to do live, but they don't know. So it's like, I'm, all right, we'll leave that alone for this year. Hopefully next year it'll be a little more straightforward. Yeah, hopefully everything gets sorted out at least for next year, in the beginning of next year, that everything can uh, kind of line up. You know, more festivals and uh, big shows like that as well. So I do hope. Uh, you know, obviously we get some more uh, information, word, and you know, management's kind of consistent with things. Exactly. Yeah. No, it would be it'd be very exciting to see because I personally think, and the guys are we've all said the same thing. I think music may look very different um, now, which 
which might actually be a good opportunity for any. And, and if you're a band listening to this, um, that, that, you know, maybe before thought, ah, we can't break through. We can't do that. You know, obviously it's like getting struck by lightning. Um, you know, this might be a time to, to figure a new way out, you know, over the years, we've all seen how music has evolved, um, into like the, the streaming model and the, the, you know, Spotify's and Apple music's and, and touring and selling merch and this and that. And the, the Justin Bieber, YouTube sensation, sensation, like there's, there's different ways to do things and, and maybe, COVID might have been a blessing in terms of giving some other people opportunities. Yeah, I think it definitely, I think a lot of people more time to think and you know be more creative with how am I going to get my music out if I can't actually. Exactly it. I think that definitely allowed people um, just, to just uh, find different ways, find different avenues to at least uh, reach their fan base and still connect with uh, their fans. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, I think, like I said, I think this will open doors for people. I think so too. And, uh, more people, I think, are not willing to, you know, they, they might have took live music for granted, uh, you know, uh, in 2019. But now they're like, okay, we we should get a consistent. Like I know some venues are like, we need consistent music back now, just because we missed it so much. Right. You know, and that might maybe they'll they, they'll take bands that normally they wouldn't have in the past uh, just to to mix it up. Who knows? You know, maybe there might have been bands that were born in the pandemic that uh, that. Um, you know, hopefully it'll be the next big thing we can sit. We'll see. So that's kind of an awesome feeling. It is. It really is. But uh, so obviously with Blue Ridge coming up. So how do you uh, prepare for shows? Anything specific you do either like day of or uh, before you get the stage? Well, as soon as I leave here, we have practice. So that's number one leading up to the show. Uh, a show like this will We'll get it together. I mean, it's uh, a festival of this magnitude when you're sharing the stage with Megadeth and In Flames and Kill Switch and Shine Down, like Limp Biscuit. You got to have your shit together because, um, you know, there is no, you know, let me sit up there and tell them a story about my childhood sort of thing. Like you got to got to bust out the songs. So, um, and we want them to hear Scary House, which is the name of the song, the new song. Ooh, I know, I, I, it struck me. I didn't mention. The name um but uh so we'll go we'll practice leading up um i've kind of i don't get nervous anymore um even for bigger shows you know starland was a pretty big show i think there was three thousand people there um it was a it was a sold out show so the, the the room was probably at capacity um i don't really get nervous anymore but preparing i drink a lot of water i stretch my hammies i drink i eat some bananas i take care of myself um but uh but practice, man, time it out, timing the shit out, talking about how the songs are going to be structured. Um, but there's also a fair amount of improv. Um, but, you know, for a show like this, we got to be on point. You know, we got to get down there. It's, you know, it's going to be a seven, eight hour drive for us. So it's, it's a lot of logistics stuff, working all that stuff out, you know, how we're going to get people down there. Um, so, yeah, I'm no, I, I, Glad you guys are playing a Blue Ridge Rock Festival, but you're like the second person to say drink water and eat bananas. Is is that like is that a good tip? Well, let me tell you something. So I, if you watch the videos of us, I bang the shit out of my head. Um, but man, it starts to hurt after a while, and and I sweat like a pig. I sweat like a pig, you know, because you're getting all the shit up there, and then you get up there and you're losing. You know, if you're if you're any band worth your worth your shit. You're up there losing your mind when you're playing your stuff. 
you come to see me, I am not necessarily hitting every single note on that bass guitar, which is lucky I have the bass and nobody really notices because I'm up there losing my mind. So I sweat my balls off when I'm up there. Um, so bananas, yeah, for the, for the, for the, I think it's like an anti lactose or lactic acid buildup thing for my hands and then just hydration. You know, it used to be the, the alcohol and everything else, but I had a couple bad experiences that were caught on camera. So I had to stop doing that. Um, but yeah, man, that I'm glad to hear other bands are doing it. They're taking care of themselves. Health, yeah. number one. Yeah, I, I did an interview a few months ago, and they, they said like the exact same, you know, uh, uh, water bananas. I was like, hmm. And then you said it, and I was like, there's got to be something. People wouldn't just say that. Those, nah. two, those two things without like something behind that no nah, it keeps you limber man you got to keep you got to keep the muscles stretched out and loose and uh like i said i get this weird you know because i play the bass and i'm wailing on it i get this weird like lactic acid buildup so i, I, I eat my potassium to take care of that hey, so. that's, that, that's good that's key but uh so i can we wrap up this interview but i got a couple more things just to discuss real quick uh so we're gonna have a fun question of uh what music have you been listening to this week joe um so i have been listening to a lot this week of lamb uh, uh listening to lamb of god and set to stun um set to stun is no notable because they're a band i started listening to a year and a half or no, no more than that two years two and a half years ago i love set to stun um and I, I've been hounding them, uh, you know, like I'm anybody, but I've been hounding them to come to New York. But, uh, but yeah, this week, Lamb of God and Set the Stun have been uh, pretty much on repeat on Spotify for me. Nice. I'm going to check them out. They probably, every time they get a message from me, it's like, oh, this Joe guy again? Yeah. One of the, one of the guys responded. He, he was, he, he was talking about something about like, I think it was during the pandemic. He said something about, oh, I'm going to do like Star Wars live reads instead of, because we can't play. And I wrote a comment and he responded. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> One of my favorite bands likes me. So yeah. No, they're pretty, they're pretty good, man. I I, I like their style. And and they they go crazy on those are those guys that like bleed on stage. So um Jeez. pretty, pretty cool live show to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check them out. I've been on a Ice Nine Kills kick lately. Uh nice. just, you know, obviously they announced a new album and stuff, and they're sadly not touring in my area. But I, I've seen, I saw them uh, pre-pandemic in 2019 in Chicago. And okay, it, very cool. It was an insane show. It just was. It, it was. It was insane. Like they had the the crowd was uh, like holding them up in uh, in the crowd. It was. It was insane, dude. Uh, it was. I awesome. love it. I tell you, that's that's a prerequisite to me with bands. You know, you, you got to go. You got to give your energy, man. You got to you got to show your shit out there. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to see them again. Like they, that, they weren't even headlined too. It was, it was, it was kind of, a, it was weird. It was New Year's Day, uh, from Ashes to New, Ice Nine Kills, and then Falling in Reverse. It was, it was a good, it was okay. a good show. But I was like surprised Ice Nine was not headlining. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's strange to me. I kind of thought they would be the headliner for that show. Yeah, and yeah. You, you never know. You've seen weirder things. That, that's true. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of. I think there's been weird, like more weird tours lately. Now, like people are like uh, like Limbiskin Spirit Box. Like I've heard a lot of people talk about that. Yeah, I don't listen. It, I haven't listened to much Spirit Box, but I get their their vibe and that. Yeah. Did, I mean, Limbiskin with anybody, sorta right now. It's like any newer artist, unless you were doing some kind of like Limbiskin corn, like you know, back to that sort of family values tour sort of thing. <laughs> yes. But um. 
I'm kind of jazzed. I don't know. People have mixed. I was just reading an article because they talked about how they canceled their shit. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually kind of jazzed they're back together. I was like, I know people have like mixed feelings on Olympus, but I don't know. It's it's cool. <laughs> it's kind of funny, like uh, it's almost like a time capsule with their stuff. Like you can tell that this is like early two thousands, and like you can tell, I was like, uh, I I went for a limp biscuit kick because it's, it's just like everything you were going through, like when you're like high school and uh, after high school is like that. That's exactly how I feel right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a song when when we when we. You know, every once in a while we play covers at our show, and uh, that's one of the ones we'll throw in there. Every oh, once really? in a while. Yeah, we just go wild on it. That's it's one of those, and it's it's exactly what you know. Go back to what I said about the energy. I don't when I we play a song like break stuff. I'm just hitting my bass. I'm just hitting that E string with whatever part of my hand I feel like. Um, and it's and people are just going crazy. They just want to hear the energy. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Definitely for sure. But Joe, thank you so much for hanging out here uh, on Super Cool Radio with me. I do got one more thing before I let you go. So obviously, you got Blue Ridge Rock Festival coming up in September. But uh, what else uh, is planned for Nash? How are you going to close out the rest of this year, twenty twenty one? So we're looking to we're looking to after Blue Ridge, we're already looking to partner with some of the artists that are local that went to Blue Ridge. We're looking to get some shows, uh, probably in the New York City area. We're reaching out to our some of our contacts to try to start uh, uh, doing more shows. You're gonna see um, you're gonna see the new song in the video out um, on a on a PR run. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna promote the hell out of that. So you're gonna see a lot of that all over the place. Um, and it's just going to be about, um, we're actually going to be back in the studio. Cause when we went into record scary house, we actually recorded, um, some other stuff while we were there. We got to finish that off with our friends at Nada studios. Uh, amazing, amazing, um, um, guy. We're finishing up the video with uh, black wolf image. They're another amazing group of people. Um, black wolf imaging. Um, and, uh, it's just uh, it's it's just a lot putting putting more material out there and trying to play live are really the, the priorities. Um, touring, it's it'll probably I think that's one of those things we're just going to see how Blue Ridge goes, see what the kind of the vibe is out there, and then um, see if if we can if we can swing that without too much chaos. Um, but uh, that's it. You're going to start seeing our shit go out there. Uh, you know the new song and video. We're gonna you're gonna see it in some big places. Oh, I'm, I'm really happy to hear it. I definitely look forward to watching the video and uh, paying attention to the lyrics and the, and the words in the song. And uh, I, I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, especially the, the eerie and uh, uh, creepy factor in it. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah, man. You got you to gotta hit us up after you after you hear it. Just tell me if you agree with my assessment of my of our song. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, no, Joe completely lied to me. What yeah, is he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He got on my show and spat at all this nonsense. And he couldn't couldn't even answer the first question without changing. Yeah. He tried he backtracked 15 times through the interview. We get one of the other guys on. Where's where's, where's the other guys? Uh, I love it, dude. Thank you so much. Please check out stream support. Give a like to Nash if you're in, if you're going to Blue Ridge, say hi to them. They're really cool. They might lie yeah. to you, but they're cool. We'll have it. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. We'll have. Well, if you mention this show, we'll give you a discount at the merch table. If you get me or <laughs> one of the other guys, they'll, yeah. they'll stick it to you. They'll charge you double. Um, but yeah, yeah. Meet us. Come, come, come. See us at Blue Ridge. Come to the table. Even if you're not going to buy anything, come talk to us. We love to talk to people.
Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm, I'm going to leave some links for Nash in the description of this video. For Joe Nash Thank you. of uh, New York, New Jersey rock band Nash, I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for watching and stay frosty. Thanks, Matt.